Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Choose is back solving problems. Mondays on 10. My name's Dave Hughes, and like everyone else, I've got problems. One of my problems is the fact that I've been with my partner for 15 years. And if I'm going to be honest, uh, foreplay has become a little bit not as romantic as it should be, and I'm blaming her. <laughs> Because of her ability, apparently, to multitask. <laughs> I don't have that ability. I'm focused on one task at a time. Here's an example. The other night we had, I believe, to perform foreplay, both of us. And we were nude. I'm not going to deny it. And she looked me up and down. I thought she was perusing how sexy I was. And then she had a look in her eye and I thought, she wants me so much, she can't handle it. And she looked at me and she said, have you put the bins out? And I'm like, you cannot look this up and down and be reminded of a task you don't particularly like doing, which is a bit stinky, right? So I said, honey, it's nine o'clock at night. The truck doesn't turn up till eight o'clock in the morning. How long is this session going to go for? Are we going to be pounding away 11 hours later? Beep, beep, ah, shit, you forgot to put the bins out. Solutions that usually we have a problem and I can't do it on my own. I need four of Australia's finest minds and I have found them and you need to cheer for them. Give it up for Judith Luzer! <laughs> Reese Nicholson! <laughs> Joe Sandler! <laughs> and Peter Berta! Problems are had by everyone around Australia and we need to solve them. Are you up for it? These sure. are real problems. We need serious solutions, right? So let's start. Here we go. A relationship problem is coming on video. Let's take a look. Hi, um, my name is Lena and I'm from Melbourne, Victoria. Uh, my ex-husband dumped me for another woman two plus years ago, um, but he's not willing to give me a divorce. I just want to move on with my life and get my maiden name back. Um, so, yeah, how can I persuade him to sign the documents and... Um, Yeah, I just need help with that. Well, I think shaming him on national TV is a start. Uh, <laughs> so that's... Why, why possibly wouldn't he want to give it a divorce? What is that about? He's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, have any of you been through a divorce? No. I did marry a lesbian. Um, yeah. For, for, for comedy reasons, that's all right. Don't freak out. We're not, we're not ruining the sanctity of the marriage yet. Um, <laughs> give us a five years. Uh, yeah, I, I had to, because I married Zoe Kumsma, a comedian. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was in fact yeah. a flower girl. She was a flower girl at my wedding because uh, we thought it was funny that we, could marry, we couldn't marry our partners but we could marry each other. Yeah. So. so, yeah, we had, we had to get divorced. But, you know, I think it was a very easy process for us. I think it's, you can kind of just do it in a drop-down menu now. Can she... I don't quite understand. Can she just not divorce him? Does he have to...? Well, I don't know. Is it... Does um, anyone... Peter, you look like you're intelligent. Uh, <laughs> is that, is, I, 
it does. What's that say about the rest of it? Well, I was... Um, That's you... only because I'm sitting here nodding. <laughs> but I'm just waiting for you to go, Judith, you look like you're as thick as pig shit. <laughs> Look, I think, I think it's both of you have got to sign the form. Isn't yes. that, that, that the scene you see in all the movies where they turn up and go, sign the damn form? You've got to sign a form, and if he's not willing to sign the form, she could always... Yeah, but he legally, left her. She could, he, he yeah, no, he, she, he, she could legally change her name back to her maiden name. Yeah, yes, she should do that, and she would get her maiden name back, because I have had friends whose husbands left them and they were particularly horrible. And so to get what they needed... They started calling the new woman. They would ring, text, right, yeah. I need this, nice. I need you to talk to him. Yeah. And the new chick doesn't want to hear from the old chick. And so the new chick gets in the bloke's ear and then things right. start. All right, happening. so Lena should stalk her, her exes. <laughs> Is that what we're saying? Oh, yeah, we're probably not the forum for you, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> here we go. This problem comes from Connor from Paran in Victoria. I met a you gotta say Paran. <laughs> I met a girl overseas and we had a whirlwind four-day romance. Hmm, bragging. Um, before I left, we arranged a trip for her to come visit me in Australia. Now, after a few months of chatting online, I'm not so sure I like her anymore. But the trip's already booked and she's staying at my house. <laughs> Should I call it off now or fake it for two weeks? Any of you guys ever had whirlwind romances call overseas? It well, it was it was actually with someone, they were from overseas. Oh, so it, they it had did, a whirlwind romance overseas? Well, look, I'll just tell you what happened. <laughs> but I, I couldn't even fake it for a night is where it's going. Yes. That sounds like a different sort of story. But anyway... Probably why you're single right yeah, now. Yeah, could be. <laughs> Not called for. <laughs> A gay yep. nightclub many, many years ago, very drunk, yes. and there's a surprise. Uh, mm. For my 20s, I was drunk for that whole decade. Yep. Anyway, so I wound up getting it on with this guy on the dance floor, oh, which I think surprised everybody, <laughs> including me. Mm. Uh, I went home to my housemate, and I've been like, you know, I've met this guy, I gave him my phone number, and she's like, oh, Jude, that's great, what's his name? No. That was gone. Um, <laughs> cut to a couple of nights later. He's come to pick me up for the date. And all I really needed to hear was the way my housemate yelled up, Judith, he's here, <laughs> to know that I'd made a horrible mistake. Now, essentially, he looked like a 12-year-old pimp with a moustache. Yeah. didn't speak a lot of English. Mm -hmm. uh, took me to a restaurant, uh, which was a kebab shop. Yeah. And the one word that he kept saying that I picked up on was girlfriend. About an hour into the night, I actually said to him, look, I'm not your girlfriend. I'm never going to be your girlfriend, yeah. but let's have sex and then you can drop me home. <laughs> In fact, I may have gone, sex, drop me home. And look, that's exactly what happened. But yeah. I don't know that the evening went how either of us thought that it would, because this is actually a part of the story I haven't told very often. The other thing he did manage to convey to me at one point was that while we'd been making out on the dance floor, he thought my thighs were so firm that I was a man. <laughs> and I'll be frank with you and say, it's just a part of the story I've chosen not to do a lot. So he thought he was passing another man in a gay nightclub. I think so. If he's watching right now, you're still single. Oh, so. well, I'm single again, so, you yeah. know.
Full yep. circle. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think he should not fake it, but it's hard to tell this person that he doesn't like her anymore, so he could just move. Right, so just leave. <laughs> when I was single, I remember I was dating a guy and I decided I didn't like him anymore, so... And I was moving house and I just didn't tell him that I was moving house. Either move or send an email saying I'm not interested anymore. Just send, a, send an out-of-office reply. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. Basically, what we're saying is just move. Yeah. Uh, all right, now, guys, we've got a problem that's emanating from this desk. Uh, Joe, you have an issue. What is it? I have decided that I would reconnect with the piano. So that sounds really boring. I know. In your 40s, you've decided that you are going to become a pianist. Yes, yeah, so I learned. Uh, classical piano till I was uh, in year... I, I did it for a year 12 subject, right? Yeah. And I was quite good. Did you get then, A's? No, C's. So <laughs> I was average. Let's got an F sharp. <laughs> anyway, so I, but I have not touched a piano since I was 19. Yeah. I had this moment and I went and got a beautiful big Yamaha mm. um, portable piano and... Uh, thought, I'm going to learn, I'm going to start playing again. Did it come back? Did, did, like, uh, on a, like riding a bike but playing a piano? Uh, it's, it's like I never played before. And my husband and my daughter have both said, please don't, please don't. You are not a classical pianist and we don't want this in our house. So the issue, I believe, is should you give up... It's your, bad. ..give up your piano dreams? Is that ruining your family's lives? Well, you... I mean, is there a time at which you got to go, well, I'm middle-aged and I'm not oh. going to be the skateboarder that I'm used to be. I'm not going to be the pianist I used to be. I'm not going to be... You know, that time of my youth is gone. Van Gogh didn't start painting until he was 30-something, 37. Yeah. Yeah, no, but no, that's no, one no, example of something working out, mate. I don't think every... <laughs> Should she? Yes. You I haven't l- heard me. Oh. That doesn't matter. <laughs> Do you play, Judas? No, but I am going to say that I think it's excellent that you're doing it. Yeah. And it's also meant to be a way of, uh, you know, fending off dementia. <laughs> Need that. Well, how are you? How are you fending off dementia, Judith? I'm not. <laughs> I'm welcoming it with open arms. <laughs> what about you, Peter? Have you got a middle-aged hobby that you? I picked up the guitar. Uh, oh, do you get the guitar out? And I put it back down again. Did your partner find it sexy that you were playing the guitar? Yes. Really? Yes. yes. So did you play I your? I carried wa- it around, <laughs> even though I couldn't play it. Did you I ever play it at a party where? No, no, I never, never got you that, that guy. No, no, I was never that guy. You know, I won the French prize in high school. <laughs> did you? Oh. What was his name? I don't remember anything from high school. I mean, you know, if you ask me now why sound travels further at night, I'd go magic. <laughs> so I, does, yeah. does sound I travel further at night? Yeah. That is magic. (laughs) That's why if if Joe plays piano at night, it's going to annoy the neighbours more than if she played during the day. (laughs) Joe, we are going to get you to play the piano, and I think the crowd are going to judge as to whether she should keep at it, all right? Are we up for this? All right, let's do it. You're going to have to come over here, Joe, and everyone else, we're going to get around, Joe, and it's going to be like a sing along, like it's a Christmas day. Do we, right, get a, so do we get like some sort of bu- like a golden buzzer? Or no, something, we're going to be very supportive, but the crowd can really turn if they want to. Uh, <laughs> come around, go the long way if you like. Uh, <laughs> How do I turn so, it on? I, do- <laughs> I believe it's already on. Oh, Is no, it on? No, that wasn't on. Just talk amongst yourselves for a second. <laughs> We've got it. Um, come on, come on, guys, come right, around and make her feel welcome, please. Come around, Peter. Come on, close. To the pressure. The, uh, this is her. This is Joe Stanley's a national television debut. Should she continue the piano? 
We're going to give her 30 seconds to find out whether she should, all right? So, all right. Joe, are you ready to go? All right, here we go. Uh, OK. <laughs> no. <laughs> What notes that? <laughs> 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 she was like, Has anyone got a lighter? I'm, I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm just gonna go. Oh, no. 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 Stick with it! <laughs> We're on a roll, so why not keep going? Claire in Dulwich in South Australia. It's a silent W for anyone playing at home. Uh, she writes, my boyfriend of five years recently proposed at a petrol station. So, he didn't have a ring and it was very off the cuff and casual. I said yes, but now I'm not so sure. Should I say no since he didn't put in any effort? Now, what do we think? Just, I mean, how many, who's on the panel is married, by the way? I am so married. You're married? Married for 18 years. Wow, what an effort. I know, I was clearly a child bride. <laughs> uh, that is a shock. Absolutely. Um, and actually, our proposal was a disaster, so I would say to Claire, make him make an effort, because I'm now, I've got an eight-year-old daughter, yeah. and I fear she will ask me the story of our proposal. Well, I'm going to. Well. <laughs> what happened? So, uh, firstly, I mean, I proposed to him, because we were, I don't know, we were walking down the street and I was overcome with love and I knew that he's hopeless and would never. Yeah. And I said to him, do you want to get married? And he said, yeah, all right. And I went, okay, so we engage now. And he said, I guess so. And that was it, right? <laughs> we went and got the ring. And then he thought he would surprise me with something very romantic that he had planned, yeah. right? But what it was, we had been discussing a couple weeks earlier about the fact that I had never seen a porno. And... Uh, <laughs> Can I just say, this story has turned really quickly. Uh, <laughs> and so he had planned this romantic night yeah. where we, he, he'd organise a porno. Anyway, I turned up... He'd organise a porno? With home. popcorn or what was it? Was well, what do you think yeah, happens you... with a porno and a couple? I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> I've never had the... No, no, uh, yeah, I know, yeah. I'll tell you what happened. I get mm. home, and I can't remember why, but we had a massive fight. And yeah. then he's sulking, and I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? He said, well, I had something really special planned. I'm like, oh, well, you better do it then. And he's going, all right, well, I've organised a porno. <laughs> like, organised? This was in the days of, like, it was on VHS. That's how long ago it was. I thought it was a projector and, screen or something. <laughs> had to hand crank it. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I did. Yeah. <laughs> So we watched a porno together and enjoyed it, and uh, so made up. And yeah. then after we made up, he just jumps out of bed and he's run, runs across the room and he's rummaging through his pockets. And I'm like, oh, no, don't tell me you've got the ring. Do not tell me this is going to happen right now. And the next thing I know, he's completely naked in front of me on his knees. Will you marry me? And I'm like, well, great. Now if my daughter asks me... <laughs> I just hope your daughter's at home watching right now. Uh, I've never watched uh, an adult video with my wife. Haven't you? No, because I don't want her to see how professionals can do it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's... Peter, have you got one for us? How did you propose? Craigslist. <laughs> Are you married? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I accidentally tripped and fell into a marriage. No, we were at a restaurant and 
And uh, I think it was pretty much the same. It was, we'd been together a while. It was like, so, yeah, you want to you wanna make this official or what? Yeah. And, and she <laughs> said, what? you know, well, I, think, <laughs> I think it was your what that it sold it. Like, yeah. That sounds like a threat. Well, it started with me shouting it through the boot of the car. <laughs> you want to get married? <laughs> I actually proposed to my wife in the car. We went to Alice Springs and I was going to propose on the top of Uluru, but she didn't want to climb Uluru for, because of cultural sensitivity. Yep, so I went up on my own. Uh, <laughs> We were driving to Alice Springs Airport and um, uh, and I thought, I haven't proposed yet. And I just, as we're driving, I said, do you want to get married? And she said, what? I said, do you want to get married? She said, well, pull over and ask me. <laughs> so I did and I said, do you want to get married? She said, turn down the radio. And I said, don't worry about it. Uh, so what we're saying, Claire, is be happy you got proposed yes. to it all. Yes, you've got a story. <laughs> love him, marry him. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Fair enough. And yeah, it does set the tone for the rest of your relationship. It's all and up 18 from years later, we're still watching pornos. <laughs> Welcome back to Husey. We have a problem where we turn problems into solutions. And celebrities have problems too. You know that. All being celebrities, you have problems. Well, we've got a guy <laughs> gagging to get out of here. He's a former bachelor. He's a fitness guru. His name is Sam Wood. Give it up for Sam Wood. <laughs> Sam, great. Great to have you involved in the show. Uh, you're looking fit. Can I say that first off? Absolutely. So are you here? Yeah, so Sam is my trainer, guys. Can I say, yep. Oh, nepotism, eh? <laughs> if you want transforming, Sam's your man. No, we go to the same gym. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's got to wipe down the machines. That's my <laughs> All right, now, Sam, what is your problem? Well, look, I wouldn't say it's a, uh, I wouldn't say it's a crisis, but a, f a few years ago, it's when it first stemmed, Mm. Sitting there getting my hair cut, regular hairdresser, yeah. and uh, the greys had start to come through. The greys. The greys. The dreaded greys. Well, I'm looking, I'm looking, there's a few, few greys here, so... Mm. Bloody uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It's distinguished, mate. It distinguished, well, that's, that's where we're heading, and... Uh, mm. Well, he, he, he brought it up, my hairdresser. He yes. said, Sam, I think it might be time that you start to dye your hair. Ooh. Now, I said, oh, no, it's not really my cup of tea. Let's not worry about it. I'm yeah. happy to... Happy to be mm -hmm. distinguished, and uh, recently there's been a few articles in the media about how having a young baby has really accelerated the greyness. Fatherhood taking its soul, Sam Wood sports considerably more grey hair five weeks after the birth of his of Shazana's daughter, him and Shazana's daughter Willow, and I think they took a comparison. This is a truth in the Daily Mail. Oh. You on the left, pre-baby, post-baby, looking washed out. <laughs> Should Sam Wood dye his hair? Uh, that's no, the question. No, I don't think anyone well, should dye their hair. Let's have a discussion hair. first. <laughs> I think dyeing your hair is the wrong thing and it's a lie. But, uh, but you're, how old are you, Rose? I am 63. <laughs> all right, now we're all right. Well, let's, if we get under that uh, beautiful, uh, is it auburn? What colour is yeah, that? Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm an, I am a natural redhead. Like, I'm not in red face or anything. But yeah, right. I, um, <laughs> So you have... Stressful joke. Um, you've accentuated your redness. Yes, yeah, it's just because it was kind of just a kind of non-committal. But that is a weird thought. I've had that thought before. I'm never going to know if I keep doing this. I'm just never going to know if I'm going grey. My partner's going quite grey and he's 28. And yeah, so right. It's happening quite early. All right. But he's like, he's leaning into it. 
So he's enjoying his greyness. You haven't yeah. hassled him about his greyness. No, I think it's quite like, especially when you look at people like, say, like David Byrne, all these kind of like where they've, they've gone completely white. I think it's quite yeah. handsome. I, the true story. My wife, when I first started going grey with our child, our son was starting school. She actually said to me, uh, "How about you dye your hair?" I said, "Why?" She said, "Raf's about to start school." Oh, and I said, "Honey, he's got rainbow Crocs on right now. I think he's going to be okay." <laughs> I mean, he didn't care less. No. He couldn't have cared less, and I haven't done my hair. Now, Judith, you, well, we're looking at you clearly now. Clearly, I've got a bit of a Cruella de Vil thing happening. Yeah. And I don't dye my hair because I simply can't be asked. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel quite strongly about men dyeing their hair because I think a lot yeah. of women dye their hair and it looks fantastic. A lot of men dye their hair and it looks Bad. Mm. Uh, because I, I agree with you. You weren't at all dying for The Bachelor. Like no, they didn't, no, no one at Channel 10 said, mate, we've got to cover that up so you can get yourself a lady. No, it's more when I just have the haircut, the yeah, grey right. sort of coming through. I'm quite similar to you, I think, Hughesy. Really? Yeah, haircut. we're very similar in so many ways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you will agree with me, Jude, that a man with salt and pepper... Hot. Yeah, hot. I mean, it's not like you need the help, but, uh, it's, you know, it's, I think, yeah, very, very <laughs> <laughs> so It is one of the great double standards. Yeah. Because while men look amazing, ageing well with their greying hair, I've chosen to colour my hair because of the greys. What, is, no, what colour is your hair, Joe? just by the way? That's... Do you remember? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I guess it's brown, but with grey. And I didn't like it, so... What colour is it white. now? What colour's your hair now? Can do, you not see it? Are you? <laughs> do you know where you are right now? <laughs> no, but it's, it's sort of white, isn't it? Is it? Is it white? Yeah, yes. Which yeah. I've kind of gone white to cover the greys, and I can't wait to be completely white. Yeah, no, you've like a double bluff or something, isn't it? My <laughs> hair <laughs> well, yeah, looks guess. extraordinary, by the way, and so does yeah. yours, Jude. Well, but you were so right about the. <laughs> Well, it sounds like you don't need to do anything, mate. People no. are so happy with That's how you are. Don't, yeah. don't even need to wear a shirt, you know? Like... <laughs> Hold on. So let's objectify the hot guy, all right? Yeah. So, I mean, I just like you for your soul. Um... <laughs> all right, give it up for Sam Wood, everyone. When we come back, the Judas has a milestone birthday. She's got an issue with it, and Reese hates Christmas. We'll find out why. See you soon. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, my name's James Matheson. Once you finish listening to this podcast, why don't you head over to Australian Survivor Talking Tribal. Each week, Luke Tokey and I break down every immunity, alliance and blindside in the world's greatest game. So grab your torches and I'll see you over at Australian Survivor Talking Tribal. Welcome back to the show. Well, my guests have been doing their bits to save other people's problems or solve their problems. Now it's time for you guys to have some help directed your way. So let's go. Uh, first off, Reese, what is your issue, buddy? My issue is, so my fiancé, his family are from Western Australia and my family live on the East Coast and we live in Melbourne and it just makes Christmas, like, just a nightmare. So where's idea. your family? They... My family are in Newcastle. Right. And, um... <laughs> no, but it's like, but it's just that year by year changing and, like, I would love to just have, like, an orphan's Christmas and, like, 
like just the actual day just be in Melbourne and then like a surrounding months go and visit people. Because like, Christmas is too stressful. And my question is like, does that make me a bad person or like a, a seasonal pioneer to just like, just want to be away from everyone on Christmas you're, you're Day? You're not that old though. How old are you? You're like... I, I'm 63. Oh. Well, um, no, I'm, I'm 20. I'm 28. You're 28. So I yeah. think that I... I'm been on, is that too young to give up on your family's Christmas? You know? No. It's no. not too young? I don't know. Because as our jobs, we travel quite... And the over yeah. Christmas period is the one time that there is no, no travel. Yeah. And there's no gigs. There's no gigs. There's... If there was, we'd do them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think that's the one thing... Yeah, it's the one time that I could just sit in my actual house and just be like, oh, I live here. And yeah. I just feel... But I feel like maybe my family and his family do not really understand that. Mm, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, it's a tricky one. I, I, I agree. I mean, I actually love Christmas. I don't know. Am I alone in loving Christmas? No, I, I love, love Christmas. Christmas. And right. I, I don't know if I could... I have had one year of my life away from my family for Christmas and it did feel a bit weird. Yeah. It felt like I felt a bit out of sorts. I mean, I was in the French Alps, so I pushed through. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I need to make it clear, like, I love my fan, like, I love them it very much. It doesn't sound I, like you love them at all, Matt, to be honest. So. <laughs> I do, I love them, but I think it's just the actual, the day, like, it's just this stressful day and you, you end up But it's up supposed just... to be stressful. Well, why? Because if it's not stressful for everyone, if then why stressful, is it stressful it's not stressful, it's not love. Yes. I love an orphan's Christmas. Oh, yeah. Because, look, the difference is, with an orphan's Christmas, you get off your face because you want to. Yeah. Not because you have to. <laughs> well, that's true, isn't it? Because a family Christmas, it's like, let's get a bunch of people together who haven't seen each other all year, who have got nothing in common. Let's get them to drink a keg of beer each and then tell each other what they really think of each other. It's really relaxing. So I say, yes, see your family, you know, at a less stressful time. If you went over to see them, would you get decent presents? If, you are, if you're getting crappy presents, That's then... the attitude. That's what well, you want. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't thought about it in a consumer way. <laughs> this Christmas, you and your, you and your fiancé just hang out at home, invite a couple of homeless people around and, um, you know, just have a good time. Yeah. I, I just predict you might feel a little teeny hole in your day. <laughs> I just think... <laughs> I don't... <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> We're going to find out whether you feel the hole or not. <laughs> Are we going to photos? <laughs> No, we're going to move on, all right? So we're going to say try it. Try an awesome try 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 Christmas. All right. Sorry, sorry, Granny. Let's, let's move. And, See you in uh, January. Yeah, absolutely. Judith, Lucy, we have a problem. What is yes. it? Yes. Uh, my problem is that I turn 50 in March. That's yep. not the problem, and I know. It's hard to believe. Um, but I really don't want to do anything. I don't want to have a party. But For your 50th? My, but yeah, but my friends are kind of like, no, you've got to have a party, and the thought of it makes me want to shoot myself in the face. Do you hate parties all the time, or is it the milestone you don't really want to celebrate? No, I don't. I, when was your last party? But see, I have actually come to realise that I reckon I don't like parties, and I really reckon I just used to go to them when I was younger because you might go home with someone. That's not going to happen at a 50th. Well, it could happen at a 50th. Well, because what most people happen? there will be, you know, with partners. Right, all right. What's in it for me? Nothing. Well, but also, your friends want to celebrate you as because you're a great person and they want to say, we love you, Judith, and we love the fact that it's, you're 50. It's, and it's, it's, it's stressful. But is, it, is the stressful part the being there or is it the organisation? Because if it's organisation, your friends should throw you a surprise party. Where is the camera? <laughs> please, please do that. Happy birthday. Please, please, please what about? We have a rehearsal, a, 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 a rehearsal party for you. Who's up for it? A rehearsal? Yeah. All right, we've got the hats on. Can we start singing? 
feel now? I feel like this is the closest I'll ever get to being on This Is Your Life. <laughs> that was amazing. Thank Has you. it turned you around? No. <laughs> all right, we tried as hard as we could. All right, when we come back, my big problem of the week will be solved, hopefully. Stick around. Hi guys, it's Barry Dubois here. I hope you're enjoying this podcast, but if you're looking for something else to listen to, head over to Hammer at Home next. It's where I interview interesting people from all walks of life. It's a lot of fun and I'd love to have you in our company. See you over at Hammer at Home. Welcome back to the show where we solve everybody's problems, including mine. And now it's time for my problem of the week. I mentioned it in the opener of the show. It's to do with my... Beautiful wife of 10 years, been together for 15 years, and I feel like she's become a little bit too comfortable in the, uh, the preamble to our nocturnal activities. Well, a true story, one night, we were both nude, she looked me up and down, and then she said, have you put the bins out? Um, which I felt was um, not the appropriate time to mention the bins. And there's been other times, many times, where she's just said stuff that's inappropriate. Once recently, we, we, had, we had done well, and then afterwards... <laughs> Afterwards, we're lying there, and she said, I did really well then. I said, yes, you did. And she said, yeah, I, I, had, I thought of four topics, and I didn't bring up any of them. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to mention, I didn't, I didn't need to mention that. So I, I really want to help with the problem here. I really do. Are you saying you're having problems with little Husey? No. <laughs> no, I'm not having problems with little Husey. I'm having problems with the overall romantic experience. Your wife is distracted and not in yes, the... Yes, yes. Well, the, well, you're saying that during foreplay, she's mm. saying things like, have you put the bins out? Yes. Which makes me want to know, what's your idea of foreplay? <laughs> I mean, well, seriously, you're just reading her the footy scores? No. <laughs> what are you up to? Well, my idea of foreplay generally is I just, we're lying in our large bed and I just start holding a hand. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and then she knows something's going on. <laughs> actually, why don't I talk about it? Why don't we bring her out? This is my wife, Holly. I've given it up Welcome to the show. Thank you. I probably should kiss you, but... Um, I could have done that. Don't hold her hand. No. <laughs> that's, that is pretty much what it is, Judith. That's, that's as it. much as, as for, for plays generally. Or he might just, like, touch me. Oh! Well, yes. Normally it's a hold of the hand and then I start circling the palm of her hand with my finger. Oh! Like I'm trying to unlock a safe. <laughs> uh, have you tried just putting the bins out? Play is any form of housework, Absolutely. really. Absolutely. I do housework, I occasionally. Uh, yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact is, when I do fold the laundry, she says I haven't folded it right. So what's the point of doing it when you know you're just going to get criticised for your work? Uh, you did mention the four topics the other night. Remember I that? I did, absolutely. Yes, no, I think um, part of the problem is that often I'm still debriefing because we don't get to spend that much time together because you work a lot. And often I'm still debriefing. Yes. Yeah, but I work for our future together. Yes, well, but anyway, whatever. But... <laughs> but often I'm still debriefing and then you're trying to start the thigh rub or the hand-holding and I'm like, I've still got stuff to tell you. Yeah, but if I debrief, if, if you debrief for too long and then when I start, you'll go, I'm too tired. Oh, I just... <laughs> and that's the problem is I haven't... Oh, I sometimes I just go to sleep mid-debrief. <laughs> I'm trying to tell him stuff and then I'm like, oh, no, I just can't bother them to sleep. She sleeps I'm... like I've drugged her every night, honestly. <laughs> you ability to I sleep. I work very hard. <laughs> I know you work hard and, uh, and that's why I want to reward you. Uh... <laughs> 
I've got a question for you. Yes. Have you asked Holly what she does like for foreplay? <laughs> Maybe 15 years ago, I don't know. Did we ever have that conversation? What do you like for foreplay? Uh, <laughs> what's, what am, uh, I really don't think this is a conversation <laughs> for television. No, I'm not <laughs> suggesting you have the conversation now. I'm no. just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that perhaps if you were giving Holly more of what she was after in her foreplay, she wouldn't be debriefing. She'd be so overwhelmed by the moment. She'd be unbriefing. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it true that sometimes you bring up subjects to try to get me off the track? I swear to God, we were like in the middle. It was, it was, it was pretty hot and heavy, Jude. I'm not going to lie. And then she started laughing and I said, what are you laughing about? She said, I'm laughing about that woman who threw her poo out the window. <laughs> and it got stuck in the window thing. Remember that story? Yes, yeah, yeah. This is, we're halfway, like... We were That is not an appropriate conversation starter. <laughs> number one, women are very good at multitasking. And number two, I think you often have this idea that things have started when I'm not aware that they have. <laughs> it's going well, mate. I'm very lucky. Obviously, there's no doubt about it. There's probably people at home thinking she's a paid actor. No, she's my wife. Uh... I'm also very lucky. Oh. <laughs> I think you should take the bins out and get a room. <laughs> Thank you. All right. I'll wear that. I think we're done now. I think I'm going to give my first guest a pash. <laughs> Let's get this show. We've got business to attend to. <laughs> give it up for my wife, Holly <laughs> Yeah, she's like, we're almost out of time. We've got to do yes or no answers, though. This is quick fire, so we're going to get through a lot of problems. We need your gut instincts, your gut reactions. All right, you ready? Yeah. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Karen has emailed. One of the women in my mother's group keeps going on about how she's going to send her kids to a top private school but it's obvious to all of us that her kids are dumb. Uh, <laughs> is she wasting her money? Can a private school make a dumb kid smart? What do you yes. think? Yes. No. No? No. No? No. But send them anyway if they're good at sport or pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think that was. Uh, Ryan has emailed, the Tooth Fairy likes to have a few wines and has forgotten to leave money under my five-year-old daughter's pillow for three teeth in a row. Should I just tell her the truth, yes or no, that the Tooth Fairy is an alcoholic? Is an alcoholic? <laughs> yes. Yep. No, no. No. And check your kid for meth problems. <laughs> a lot of teeth coming out too quickly. So don't, so it's a no, it's uh, a no. Oh, I reckon it's a yes, or maybe start putting a cask under the pillow. All right, Just right. to keep the fairy's interest up. All right. <laughs> so leave the wine where you want the cash. Exactly. Jenny has emailed, the middle-aged bloke in the apartment upstairs has offered to look after my cat when I go away but I'm worried you'll go through my underwear drawer. Should I say yes or no? Middle-aged man, can they be creepy Peter Burner? Oh, my word. <laughs> so we're saying let him look after the cat no, on ice. No, don't let him in your house. No. No. Nah. Let the cat fend for itself. Yeah, no, if he, you're getting that vibe. All right, yeah, yeah. All right, Stu writes, everyone talks about the footy at work on Monday morning. I'm not interested, but should I just fake it to fit in? Should you fake footy talk, yes or no? No, no. no. Stand and be proud. Yeah, so. yeah. no one gives a shit about it. Reese, you must love no. the football. Yeah, it worked for me. <laughs> 
no, 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 fake it. All right. Uh, Catherine, my husband just got a big inheritance and he wants to spend it all on a Lamborghini. Is he having a midlife crisis, yes or no? Yes. 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 Should he buy the male Lamborghini? She should start sleeping with a 20-year-old <laughs> if he does. <laughs> Julie has a problem. My husband pegs my clothes incorrectly and leaves peg marks on my clothes. Oh, this is, could be my problem. Should I bring this to his attention, yes or no? I should shoot him, dump him in the forest. <laughs> I always like to order off the children's menu as I love chicken nuggets. Love him. But the pub has banned me from doing this. Should I make a, should I make a formal complaint, yes or no? Yes. 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 Bring a kid. Bring a kid, yes. eat their nuggets, give the kid the beer. <laughs> Simon has a problem. I hate my wife's new haircut. Should I tell her yes or no? No. Because no. no. it's not up to you, mate. She's allowed to have whatever hair she wants. Yeah, she can have a shitty haircut if she wants. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, you've been an amazing crowd. Have these people been amazing? They have. We've told everyone from. Can we give it up for Judith Lucy, Reese Nicholson, Joe Stanley, Peter Berta. Hello, everyone. Now that you've finished listening to me on the podcast, me and all the other legends, go over to 10 Play and watch the latest episodes of the TV show. I want to fill your days with so much Husey, you'll have no time for anything else. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.